0: Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um today's episode is about our favorite names for Jesus slash God. I'm pretty sure we have we might have one in there for God. I'm I don't remember. It might just be for Jesus. Um but yeah, we just wanted to do something a little different. Um I like it because I sometimes I get in the mood for like listening to stuff about Jesus or God, but I don't want it to be really intense or like, you know, you know, sometimes you just want to like have Jesus content, but you don't want it to be like super like intense where you almost need to be listening very closely or else you might miss something. Um, and that's what this one is. It's just really happy and lighthearted and chill. I don't know. Um, but I hope you guys like it. favorite (laughs) oh Oh, my gosh um so what was i gonna say i was going to say we're doing the i'm kidding we're doing the um favorite favorite names of jesus right yeah okay I am dying at the one that I picked because I picked I picked one and it's kind of funny because it goes along with like how we talk to each other this is funny already <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but first update me on your life is anything exciting podcasts that's podcasts uh appropriate Word appropriate yeah I was gonna say worthy but that's not the right but, word yeah appropriate uh, Oh
1: well I have a work ball coming up and I'm so excited it's a fundraiser for newly diagnosed kids families with new diagnosed kiddos with developmental disorders so it's we're hosting a ball and it's called the ball for all mostly I'm really excited to get dressed it's like adult prom are you kidding yeah excited I already have my dress picked out but I haven't bought it yet so uh, I have no idea how I'm gonna do my hair since I have these darn bangs
0: (laughs) because we don't know my own bangs and they end up way too short (laughs) oh my gosh
1: but I don't know what I'm gonna do I know what shoes I'm gonna wear I know and just just my hair but I'm really excited and I'm I got a few of my co to go well one of my girls at work won a ticket so that was cool and the guys are a little harder to persuade <laughs> I'm
0: excited <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be a lot of fun I'm sure
1: one of them said to count him in so I'm excited but uh yeah that's the newest update I redid my room again like remodeled it <laughs> I just needed more space so I had to move it around and it looks better I'll show you in a little bit but anything else oh I started school this week so yeah
0: yes I already knew that so I don't know why I'm acting like I'm all surprised
1: registering but classes finally just started and it kind of they started full full on there was no easing into it which I'm kind of I kind of like But I've been, I'm excited for Mondays. Mondays are going to be my study days, all day studying and meal prepping. was going
0: to be. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, that's going to feel so nice too, because you're going to get this nice routine going.
1: Exactly. And I was meeting, I have with this, the personal coach that I've been meeting with via zoom and every week we set up i set up goals for myself and see how many i've met by the end of the week and this past week i've met all of them so i was really proud of myself it was that's awesome yeah, i love it so i'm just gonna keep going with it. it's like it's to set up these goals but also to make them habits so I'm not yeah my arm. i was successful most of the time but not 100 of the time let's be realistic no but That's using my alarm in the mornings made my day so much more productive. And I felt less tired. Wasn't drinking more water. Not the best at that one, but I did do better. I was setting like 30 minute timers on my phone, but I had to shut off the timer for work because I used timers for my kiddos and then getting spiritual in, which I don't really need spiritual direction. But when I went to my priest to talk to him about it, he recommended that I go to a healing ministry. At this parish in Birmingham, and they would be like over Zoom, so I wouldn't have to go there. But I'm really excited for that because there's been a lot of stuff going down that I'm I'm excited to. My meeting for that is next weekend. Any other personal goals that I met? Oh, I doing my my novena during the day instead of right before bed, so we can actually be present with it. Mm-hmm.
0: And then the next
1: week is meal prepping and. I think it's mostly meal prepping and just eating more more throughout the day because when I'm really busy I wait way too long to have my first meal and it I just forget because I got so busy so I'm trying to do that but that's pretty much what's new with me what about
0: you <laughs> <laughs> um nothing really let's see let me think for a second I mean yesterday I already told you about this but yesterday when snowboarding and like ran into a tree also like wiped out majorly like twice my neck hurts so bad (laughs) I have not fallen I have not fallen last year I only fell once and for some reason this year I was just like falling like so much but like Actually, that's not true. I just had, like, the two major wipeouts, and then me hitting the tree. But the wipeouts were so funny. Like, they hurt, like, my neck. I Like, the front muscles of my neck. I have never had that before. I had the back.
1: You're, like, straining.
0: Yeah. I had the, like, I had it where the back of my neck hurt. But never, like, the front part. And I'm, like, it feels like I did, like, deadlifts with my neck. It hurts so bad. And, um... Like, I was like, man, if I would have seen myself fall, I would have, I would have laughed because it was like so bad. Like my arms were like, it was like, I was doing jumping jacks and just like falling like down the hill, like in jumping jack form because like my arms were like out because I was going so fast and I went into this powder and it was like, I like got my edge got caught and like, I'm like flying down the hill sideways and it was just so, (laughs) yeah it was really funny um and then I'm probably I'm probably gonna go snowboarding next week and with my siblings at a different place which will probably be a lot more fun because uh it, it'll it be more like I don't know I just know it'll be more easy because I've been to like that place before and yeah
1: yeah that's exciting um, so yeah out. On a flipping hill and get some skis. I need to actually. Re- Maybe we. can
0: I was when gonna I- say. I was gonna tell you that we should. We could definitely go when you come up.
1: Yeah, let's do that. That would be so darn fun.
0: I yeah. Need
1: a, the how much the ski rentals are there? Because I'm a skier. I wish I was cool enough to snowboard. You know what? I'm gonna put it on my bucket list. I'm gonna relearn because I know as a yeah.
0: kid. You but- can totally, yeah.
1: I always feel like I need to crack my neck, but never crack. It's usually just <laughs> like
0: <laughs> you know, you might even be able you might even be able to use Michaela's skis if she's not going. Oh, you guys yeah. might have what kind of um what size are you for skis or for boot shoes?
1: huh. I was like,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I uh-huh. think, yeah, she might have that size.
1: Design. I didn't even know skis went by shoe size
0: well the ski boots oh duh. yeah and then you just have your skis yeah oh, okay. they like make it to yeah, they get have it, yeah. um I'm, I'm excited yeah and then is there anything else that has been going on in my life other than like driving to work because I have to do that tomorrow drive literally yeah. like five hours go to work for four technically I'm the driving counts as work
1: oh, but, okay.
0: yeah so I'm like going to this place to work for four hours then driving two and a half hours back which is alright because whatever it's like taking yeah. up a lot of my time
1: yeah
0: is that like pretty you much want- my job. I wait, say that again. You don't have to do that trip once. Um, no, I'm doing it three times this week. Oh, I did yeah. it last week.
1: Yes. Just-
0: yeah, and, and it might only be this week. Like I might be done after this week. It all okay. just depends on like what we go through. Cause we have like a list of things to go through because pretty much for my job, like when I started working, they had nobody, they did not train me at all. Like I, which you know that, lovey But like, yeah. For the po- for the people on the podcast—they did it's not train me. And then, stuff. yeah, it's bizarre. And so that's what I'm doing. Like after six months of working for this place, they're now finally like training me because I'm like, you guys did not give me the proper training. And the person that I work with, um, was getting mad at me for knowing stuff that I wouldn't know because they didn't tell me anything about. Like it was just like pretty much right. it was, I was like set up for failure. They,
1: yeah, exactly. That- just about to say that yeah so yeah my
0: supervisor was really it wasn't like yeah it's like a huge company so like the supervisor that I work with I'm uh, explaining that like Lubby knows all this already but it's like a huge place that I work for and like my supervisor that is in like in the building where I work is not really in charge of that like I have a supervisor from Like on the other side of the state who's pretty much in charge of it and yeah anyways my supervisor that I work with personally who's like I see in person he was pissed because he was like they totally just did you wrong with this so it's nice because I'm like literally yeah and they were like I'm sitting there like getting trained in by this girl and she's like telling me all this stuff and I'm like what like all like I genuinely was like this is ridiculous I had no idea like half of the stuff
1: yeah
0: but like it's not my fault so whatever yeah I'm excited yeah. to just like dr- drive and have like a big cup of coffee with me though because I'm like I can't do that when I'm actually at work because I can't take it with me inside so it'd be oh. nice to have Sure,
1: I'm always walking around with a cup of coffee
0: yeah well yeah, three. obviously you know why yeah 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 but yeah
1: I guess I technically should I be walking around with a cup of coffee with these kiddos?
0: <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, well. Like, you're so brave. And I'm
1: just like, I'm tired. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: man. It's in my, on that chair, the marble laptop case. It should be in that front pocket.
0: My laptop is dying. <laughs> 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 also, your crew neck looks so cozy.
1: Mm-hmm. This is my my outfit for church today. Normally, I'm a little more dressy for church, but I was going for cozy.
0: Mhm. Cozy. The Lord appreciates cozy, cute.
1: Yeah, and I did my makeup, so I'm still looking good. I had my accessories, my perfume. You know, just a little more comfortable. Mhm. Um, <laughs> with me today, it was a really good. Uh, the service city was so good. It was all about uh, actually paying attention to the fact and acknowledging that it is Christ in the Eucharist and how many parishioners tend to forget that. And Father, Art was giving us all these statistics about parishes who consolidate so they'll close one parish down and combine it with another one and people from the parish that close down up to 80 percent of the parishioners just stop going to church in general they stop going oh my
0: gosh
1: oh it's like oh but that's okay because this other denomination has a church right down the road and they do communion like they do communion but it's not the eucharist you know Commun- and not even communion so it's just it's they were never properly evangelized or properly catechized in the catholic church and so it was just so heartbreaking and then father had told his story about the first time he received communion and he got he started crying when he was saying it so obviously i'm just like to be so in love with god that you can't even like get through it without crying oh i love it but he was it's so funny because he wasn't raised catholic and he um he just went to church one day and he's and i was baptized right then and there and he literally the first time he went to I don't know if it was the first time or what but he went to church and he got the gift of tongues aggressively like loud <laughs> he, and without really I don't know if he asked for the gift of tongues specifically but he was part of a different parish so it wasn't this, it wasn't of catholic mm-hmm. dominion. and he was praying that night so he called his parish told his pastor like oh I got this the gift of tongues whatever and he was like yeah well we don't we don't do that here. Goodbye, whatever. He's like, all right, bye. And that something weird where it was like, not part of the Catholic faith. So it was like, oh, okay, well, you're not part of our parish, some weird stuff. But then he was like, he started praying and was like, okay, I giving you to God. He's like, I've given you my life and I lost my church. So like, give me a church that you want me to go to. And he said, less than two minutes later, his friend called me and was like, Hey, do you want to go to church with me? And it was the Catholic church that he had went to as a kid with his neighbor. And, uh, that's where he went he he went up and he didn't realize that they're going up in line to receive the eucharist he just went with them and he hadn't been baptized yet so it's just such a funny story and
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, and he he said every step closer he took to the eucharist he felt more and more that it was god's presence and as he was saying this he was choking up and he said by the time i reached him I he was so shaken up he could barely stand upright because he's just like like this is Jesus and then wow and you know, no one had really taught him like any of the proper prayers anything for the mass he just knew that it was Jesus and he wanted to receive him so up there with the priest was like body of Christ
0: he said okay <laughs> oh my gosh oh <laughs> he my was gosh like a
1: quizzical like look
0: or whatever and then gave
1: him Jesus and
0: he went and told
1: the priest after something or one of the priests and the priest was like don't ever receive the Eucharist again until you're baptized and he was just like okay but he Aww,
0: basically he had the, no idea
1: homily was no his homily was to have this hunger for Christ because we have this heaven mm-hmm. like on us that we can't be filled because it's only can be filled by God. And so he's like and so the priest is like don't receive the Eucharist again until you are baptized and so father had went to every single church in the parish every like daily mass and went to the Eucharist every single day <laughs> was oh 16. my
0: gosh they
1: didn't have RCIA they didn't have like all the the tools and the classes that we have now they basically mm-hmm. went you. Into- roman catholic during that time was that you signed a piece of paper saying i'm roman catholic and then you go and you you get the this is what it was during his time this is what he said and so then he was officially baptized and he could technically receive it whenever he wanted but it was like it was a conversation between the priests of all these parishes like hey do you guys have this raggedy looking dude who keeps who just comes to church he's like yeah 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 and then when, when it got to the priest of his parish he was like what does he look like again and so he went and talked about it he was like you not only were you not supposed to go and receive the Eucharist but you went to every parish in the diocese that received the Eucharist. <laughs> it's
0: funny it's actually really funny
1: yeah he's a priest he's like well I can't explain it I was starving for Jesus and I was just like and he couldn't go a day without receiving after that pretty much and well now he's a priest and he's an American priest and I just think it's so great, and so that, that's what the service was about today. Was just like realizing that when we go up and receive the Eucharist, that it is Jesus. And if you go up there and you don't expect Jesus to change your heart when you see the Eucharist, then you're not going to get any changes because you there's no faith or expectations that He will. And oh, I just loved it. it was very true because you know when you're lukewarm mm-hmm. in your faith but aimlessly without really thinking about what you're actually doing and the gravity of the situation which I'm definitely guilty of and I've, I was like that for years I'm like yeah I'm going to church yes this is Jesus but I wasn't really like realizing this is Jesus and so that's why Sunday's my favorite day of the week I mean I can go to daily mass it's not like I can't but like well, technically I'm too busy to go but Mondays I should start going
0: but anyway you can also like even if you don't go to I'm trying to find a comfy position even if you don't go to oh my gosh I'm on my brother's being big right now and it's like not cutting it you can also just like receive a spiritual communion like pray those spiritual communion prayers.
1: yeah and um I feel like for me when I really feel the holy spirit my chest right here but mostly my heart they actually get so much warmer mm-hmm. like what when- praying or I feel his presence really strongly just like my chest yeah. is really warm because it's like it's like oh right here in my heart <laughs> it's just Like and cold him to me but it's so cozy and so
0: yes that's like, what I was gonna say it's like a cozy feeling
1: yes it's so comforting and so
0: it's just great yeah.
1: great
0: yeah and I mean like even if you um like don't ex some people do go through um periods of dryness where it is really hard Um, yeah exactly and like so many saints but like you can ask the lord for the um the anointing to for that faith even if i mean i think he recognizing recognizes too that when like if you're going through hard times and you're still remaining faithful, like he sees that. And that's almost more of a, I was actually talking to um, my priest about this during confession. Cause he was, we were just talking about like going through, like you have these highs and then you have these lows. And he was saying the Lord almost loves, loves your acts and sacrifices more when you're, which it makes sense when you are experiencing like hard times or spiritual dryness. Um, because you're still showing up for him and you're still choosing him
1: exactly, which is
0: such a huge thing. And we were like comparing it to marriage, too. Like, you go through,
1: just, yeah, like a, every marriage is a reflection of the holy trinity. So, yeah, exactly.
0: exactly. And you know, you know what, I like learn. Oh. I was listening to, it might've been the Abiding Together podcast. No, it wasn't actually. It was a different podcast, but they were talking about how there's like a, I forgot the name of it, but it's like a, on the guitar, it's like a three chord, um, like it's three chords, but wound together. And it's like almost like, it's like unbreakable and a breakable chord pretty much. Mm. Um, and oh my- I was like, oh my gosh, that like totally reflects marriage and like how you have like these two people and then also Jesus and, like, when you're actually fully really trying, you know, two people who are, like, running after, running with Christ to heaven. Yeah. Like that, yeah. So cool, right? And I was just, like, and I, I mean, I've heard that before, obviously. Like, it's, like, a three, like, it's not just you two, it's God as well. But, like, the way that they. um, then
1: sad really, you know, actually acknowledging it and feeling it and believing in it.
0: It's yeah. Like yeah, like okay,
1: yeah. But no, crisis with you guys.
0: Like this is it's so and it's so comforting too, like you're not doing it alone. Like exactly. And if there's like a supernatural power that's also helping you guys like be better or do better or whatever. I don't even know. I'm not married, but like and also I do better with examples where that they like actually have like stories or, like, how they had an example for, like, the three chords. Yes, oh, Jesus, the food of prophecy. <laughs> okay. From elevation. Oh, man. I love Elevation, which, actually, that's so funny, because I literally, um, that's part of, like, something that I was going to mention for, um, for like, the top. Okay. So, yeah, just, our, so our top. I feel like it already knows what it is, but anyway. <laughs> okay, so our topic <laughs> is going to... Okay, wait, you talk, because it... <laughs> we cut each other out I'm when excited. one of us is talking.
1: We're too excited. I was just saying, like, I watch it be that name from the song that I was just singing. Because I have a feeling it is. But maybe maybe it's
0: not. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, hang on. So what our topic is, is like our favorite name for Jesus um, and do you want to go first? I'll let you go first. I feel like I've been talking a lot. Oh, that's okay. I don't really have too much to talk about. I just picked one, but um, one of my favorite <laughs> songs from Elevation is Forever Yahweh, and it is just um, it's pretty much it's really slow, but it's really peaceful, and it's them singing the names of um, like a bunch of names of Jesus. And I mean, if you look up this song, it's by Elevation. I don't know if I said that, but um, it's just super peaceful. And like the name that I picked out, which is has been my favorite name for Jesus since like October or something like that, um, is the Prince of Peace. And Hebrew means <laughs> the Hebrew name, the Hebrew translation. I'm going to read this because I went on to like a website because I wanted to. No, like the Hebrew translation. And the Hebrew translation is Shar Shalom. <laughs> Which makes sense because Shalom does mean peace, but I did not think of that. Like, <laughs> Lovey and I say Shalom to each other whenever we hang up. Sometimes I forget, but like, we... And also... <laughs> do. And my truck's name is Taco Shalom. <laughs> and it, it just makes it so much more funny. <laughs> It's big, yeah, I um, love- so, yeah, I okay. I'm gonna read this like little excerpt because I thought it was really I liked it. It's about like the Prince of Peace and all that kind of stuff because I was like, I don't have much to say, but like that's just what resonates in my heart is like him because I always think of him, like in like, whenever I think of the Prince of Peace, I think of like the stars. And like him act like being like young, like maybe like 25, wearing like a really beautiful crown with his long hair, like shoulder length hair, and then like wearing like a blue robe. I don't know why, but That's I just a, love it.
1: St. Joseph's uh, holy cloak is blue, I'm pretty sure. So it makes sense for Jesus to have a blue, like navy blue, and Mother Mary's is like a <laughs> celestial. Isn't that so
0: cool? Yeah. And I love like our lady in Guadalupe and her mantle. Yes. Yeah. Um, Okay. So the name Prince of Peace is the Hebrew Shar Shalom, which means the one who removes all peace disturbing factors and secures the peace. This instantly sets him apart from those human rulers whose reigns depend on bloody conquest for his rule rests on a bloody sacrifice. What a contrast to such biblical kings as Nebuchadnezzar and even David, whose rule was established on power but not peace. The name Peaceful Prince helps to explain why Jesus disappointed his countrymen when he came. They did not want a peaceful prince. They wanted a monarch who would annihilate their foes and reestablish the glory Israel knew in the golden days of Solomon. They wanted Rome and all their other oppressors taken away, but Jesus didn't lift a finger against Rome, nor did he make any international peace treaties. How then can he be considered the Prince of Peace? Going further, notice two very different statements from the New Testament, Luke chapter 2 verse 14 states glory to god in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men but in matthew 10 34 jesus said do not think that i came to bring peace on earth i did not come to bring peace but a sword how can these two statements be reconciled the answer of the new testament must be considered it claims that the first phase of his coming was to establish a basis of peace with God, and to offer it to individuals of all nations. The New Testament also claims that he will come a second time to bring peace to the earth. According to the Apostle Paul, the first phase of the Messiah's coming produced a peace unknown to man since Adam's sin. It is rooted in the saving mission carried out by Christ on our behalf. Paul wrote, God was in Christ, reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation." This means that the peace Jesus provides by his work on the cross is more than a negotiated ceasefire between ourselves and God. It is a peace that changes us from enemies of God into children of God. It is pleased the Father by him to reconcile all things to himself by him, whether things on earth or things in heaven, have having made peace through the blood of his cross, and you who once were annihil- alienated <laughs> and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet how... Yet now he is reconciled. The Prince of Peace has brought to us the opportunity to have peace with God. Um. Yeah, I think the rest is just like. Oh, I love that. Oh. Yeah, the rest is just like what we already know. Yeah. But I just That's thought that was cool. That's
1: really cool, and it's so it makes me think of the chosen because you know they, they depicted it so well in the show.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. confused like what like he's not coming in suits of armor he's not coming to take down the romans he's not coming to save us from the slavery of the romans uh no jesus was like no what is it where does it say in the bible that jesus is gonna come waging war on romans no it's and it's like it's cool because it says he's saying he's like god of peace but he didn't come with you know, coming to start a war. And what part how are you gonna declare peace through war? It's con it's literally contradicting. You can't do that. <laughs> so it's just at least well it's God. So no he's not gonna do that. He's, he just yeah. loves all of them. He loves every Roman. He loves every one of his followers, even though it's just so lovely. It's so great. And it's and you know in the chosen how it's like Matthew's um guard basically
0: he's my mm-hmm.
1: i love that guy he yeah act, uh freaking hard ass but you can't you just can't his soft spot is for matthew and i love it and he just it's just amazing uh that was a really good i love that that was a good
0: choice i like your choice yo i also like it because i was like you read the scriptures and like These people put expectations, which I do too, on God and on Jesus, like, who our Savior, what we think he should be. But this is actually who he is.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think it's good to have expectations of God, not, not okay, like, expectations of what he can do.
0: Yeah, no, like, have a hopeful... hopeful expectation like believe that he can do these things
1: exactly and so that's actually it's so great that father Ed said that today in his homily where he was like you need to expect something to happen if you want
0: yeah and yeah like you a holy expectation
1: yeah and so it was crazy because for me i went to pine hills when i was younger which is a religious for middle school girls and boys but obviously i went to the girl one and It stuck with me forever, like, since until today, where I would go into retreats or whatever. And, well, one of, we were about to walk out from our cabins to the tents to go worship and listen to a talk and stuff. And one of the counselors, like, don't have any expectations. It's like, because you don't want to be disappointed or whatever. And, you know, I was little, and this is coming from a counselor. So I'm like, okay, she knows what she's talking about. And so forever, since, literally since then until today, I'm like, I'm not going to, expect anything because i don't want to be disappointed but it's jesus like this is god we're talking about we can have yeah. all like these- father it's like you should have expectations like you need mm-hmm. to and it's great because he also talked about how some people in leadership are either confused or they're just not in the know of what the proper way to cate- catechize right catechize catechize
0: i don't know catechize catechize yeah, yeah
1: as others is. And so sometimes if they are confused or not properly informed, then they'll mislead. And so he had said that after the thing of expectation, I was like, oh my gosh, I like, yes i can have it, and i would i, I would still get expectations obviously because it's jesus I'm like god you can do this whatever they're like oh but i should have expectations that was, was like always in the back of my mind but i didn't really want to not have expectations but that one quote from the counselor kept coming back to me and then father ed today's like no have expectations and so it was it was just great
0: yeah and i mean like we hold we have expectations we have like we hope in Christ. But even if he doesn't like answer or do things the way that we think he's like the way that we think he should, that doesn't mean he's not doing something. And there could be like, and that's the thing is like, I think like, yeah, we want like some people want to just like protect us from disappointment or like stuff like that. But it's, it also is like a learning experience because like, I don't know. I, I think of all the times that I like pray for things And I have, like, this thought that it's going to turn out this way. But the Lord works it out in such a better way or a different way. And ultimately, it does turn out for the better. But, like, (laughs) he does answer the prayer. It's just, like, different. Usually.
1: We want this. Just because we thought, oh, that's the whole thing about letting go of control is actually letting go. Yeah. Happen this way at this time. But that's not trusting him. That's not really giving your burdens to him. That's not giving your life to him because you're asking him to do it the way you want him to.
0: And one, mm-hmm. he's not,
1: not for the good of yourself and for him. So, but it's crazy because either way, the prayer gets answered. <laughs> sometimes mm-hmm. we just
0: don't,
1: oh, for me, sometimes I look back months later. I'm like, oh, I literally prayed for this and it worked yeah. out. I like don't I don't realize it until. Sometimes I realize it right away. Other times I don't realize it until months later. Once I, like, I'm healed for whatever You're through it, it. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: really did that. He really did that so <laughs> gently that I didn't even realize it.
0: Yeah, so, it's so subtle a lot of the time. It's
1: good, which is good. He knows we can't handle any real abrupt change.
0: Yeah, which, at least not from what? him.
1: A little too sudden sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I really do. does need it. But okay, my favorite name for Jesus, I was trying to be all creative and like find a new one or whatever. But I feel like in our family, it's I feel like in my in our family, we hear it a lot, but it's Emmanuel. And it just means God is with us. And oh, it's so underrated, I feel like, because it's one of his well, one of his more well known names, but That's just the essence of, I think it captures the true essence of him, that God is with us. But it doesn't just mean he's with us physically, he's here next to us. But I was listening to the Abiding Together podcast, and what stuck out to me is, well, we have to let God love us, every part of us, even the parts of us that we're most ashamed of. And I believe it was Sister Miriam who said, she was like, God is with us, and God is with us. And you have to let, him, and he's with us in the best of our hearts and he's with us in the darkest parts of our hearts where we're too ashamed and he's with us there and he loves us there. Not only is he with us there, but he loves us there. Like he sees mm-hmm. it. I like, we're like, one, we can't hide from the Lord, even if we try to, but I think I tried to do that for a long time was just hide my wounds or hide my um imperfections, hide the the shame that I had in my heart, the shame that I carried from Past sins or past traumas or whatever it is, I would carry it with me, and I would carry it with me, with me, and also try to hide it. And so, I like I felt ashamed to bring it to God because it's such a shameful thing, such a like unholy whatever it is that it doesn't belong with God because it's so not of Him. But everything about us is of Him. Uh, our true our whole essences of him and even though i mean he didn't he didn't come and choose a bunch of perfect saints to be his followers he chose the sinners he chose the thieves the the criminals the ones no one else wanted to choose and he loved them and he loved every part of them and loved every part of their hearts and that's what he is with us too he doesn't (gasps) he doesn't love us loves us because we're imperfect he doesn't love love us, but he loves every part of us
0: yes okay the reason why i gasp is because this goes on in a way with what i was listening this podcast i was listening to it's called back back porch theology um it's a christian it's not catholic but it's a christian podcast and i just love it um because the lady is really funny but she was having this conversation with her friend because it's like her talking but like they have conversations and it's like it's just really good um but she was talking about how um like, you know, the scripture where they're saying like the goats and the sheep will be divided or be, you know, they're like, there's, I don't remember exactly, but the sheeps and the goats will be divided. And, um, the goats are in theory, like, um, the people who followed the devil and the sheep are the ones that followed Christ. And she was talking about how goats are actually really smart. I mean, sheep are kind of a little bit more dumb. Um, but they need a lead they need they need a shepherd and like that's where right. we are. We need a shepherd we need somebody to lead us and the goats like follow their own way or they follow the way of the world or like they do their own thing. but like the sheep are the ones that actually um follow but the the thing about sheep is that they actually which is the scripture as well is my sheep hear my voice and they know or they they know my name or I don't remember, but like they know the shepherd's voice. And they follow it. And that's what they respond to is the shepherd's voice. They know it. And that's how they follow. Like like somebody else. And she was giving the story. She was like, I went to this farm and like some, like I tried calling the sheep and they didn't respond to me because they didn't know my voice. But then their actual farmer, the shepherd, their own, like their owner called them and they came running.
1: That's amazing. That's so cool.
0: (laughs) Isn't that? I know and I'm like man I want to be a little ship I ship I want to be a little sheep oh my gosh yeah anyways I just thought it was so cool because it does like it reminds me of like what you're saying yeah like I don't know why but I don't know for some reason what you said reminded me of that
1: that's great though I really like that That, that, yeah I mean it's true we really are that's so cool. okay another one that another name that i love i think it's again because of elevation worship i love how they how they include a lot of god's names in their songs or some of their mm-hmm. songs. so another one that i love is gyra and i don't even know what it means what
0: is, do you know what it means i freaking love that song hang on that's
1: amazing every time i listen to it it's like okay i feel so comforted right now it's like
0: it's oh, so it, part it, that, like
1: part that gets to me the most is like I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. Yep. Uh, I know who you are and I know what you've spoken. Or it's like, I was like, I know who I am and I know what you've spoken. So I don't know where I'm going. I always want to say, I know where I'm going. Like, no, I don't know where I'm going, but it's like, I know what you've spoken. And this that uh, part. Yeah. You're already loved. You're already chosen. It's just, oh. The those two that line right there, and it's in the song. Jaira's like, You are a gyra, you are enough, and I'm like,
0: Yeah, well, okay, so the word gyron in Hebrew means God will provide, so like, He is, yeah, yeah,
1: that one's so good.
0: Yeah. My second, pick. that that gyra. is like, Oh, I freaking so, the name of it, yeah, all, the sound
1: of it, just like, Oh gosh, I'm obsessed,
0: yeah. That one, uh, I love their song, Lion. Is it Lion? I think it might be that. Yeah, it's literally called Lion. Oh, that's cool. Um, and, um, that one is so. Yeah, I really love that one too. Um, just like Lion of Judah. Um, mm-hmm. that one, obviously, we know what it means pretty much. Like he's like triumphant.
1: Oh yeah, lion's my favorite animal. So,
0: yeah, I love that, and I love it because of Aslan and how like his oh. character is in-, in Narnia. Like that is just like the essence of God. Yes, and I He's- love, I just love how he like roars and like completely just like all he needed to do is roar. Like he didn't even need to. Uh, but like you know when he took, I just love it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh man, that's that's great! I'm really loving
0: this conversation. (laughs) There's like a bunch of, I mean, literally, if you just listen to that Forever Yahweh song by Elevation, there's so many good names of like
1: worship. I mean, just listen to them.
0: They're anointed.
1: Um, they're yeah, they're really on fire. What's another one?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So many good ones. But Jira's like oh, Refiner is good one. The Elwana. Oh yeah. By fire, and then you're actually tried by fire, and you're like, Okay, this ain't no joke. This ain't no joke. 2022,
0: no. I was tried by oh my gosh, We're doing that. literally, that was
1: it. Put us through the ringer,
0: yeah. Are you like, her- I had enough, I had enough refining, Lord. I'm done being tried by fire. <laughs>
1: Ready for like my peaceful year and he knew that he knew we were good we we're good with our battles for the year
0: yeah um
1: <laughs> holy holy smoky
0: joke did you have you listened to graves into gardens by them i don't think so oh my freaking gosh okay so brandon <laughs> what's his last name brandon lakes brandon i'm gonna probably butcher it hang on his voice is so freaking everybody knows like not everybody yeah brandon lake but anyways, like, his voice is so powerful, and the song is so good. It's literally turning, it's, I'm like, them this. singing about God turning grapes into gardens, pretty much. Wow. Obviously, because that's the name of the song. But, it, like, the song is so powerful, and then you hear the go- the guy's voice, and it's just, like, a power. Like, wow, it's, it's such a good song. I jam yes. out to that all the time.
1: You know what my favorite worship song right now is? It's not an elevation worship. It's actually from Ryan Ellis. And it's just been on repeat every time I get in the car. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm kind of over listening to worship music, but like, the song is, is so good. It's just the first thing I want to play when I get in it. And it's mm-hmm. also, it just stays in my head. But it's called You Saved Me. And
0: mm.
1: it's so, it's so hype. And it's the live version. Oh.
0: <gasps> Okay, and I see it right now, and I'm adding it to my playlist.
1: It's so, so good, and it just gets me so litty. It gets me so excited, but, oh, man, I'm forgetting the introduction to it, but the chorus goes, or the chorus, I think it's the bridge. It's like,
0: you saved me, you saved me,
1: and I'll never leave your love, and I'm like,
0: yes,
1: and it's just, and then it's like, ah. Uh, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. And then it's just... <laughs> dry. It's the lady like, yes! <laughs> and just, there's so many good parts of the song. I don't think I have it memorized yet. It's a really long one, you know, worship songs. <laughs> but... Yeah. Um, and especially live worship songs.
0: Also the blessing mm-hmm.
1: thing. All these good ones. Oh, that times.
0: one's constant, Yeah
1: so good the first time I heard it I got all teary-eyed because I was like this is such a well-known song how did I not know the blessing also good live version again I really like live worship music is just so strong because it's not just the band singing it it's everyone who they're singing it. who's singing along you know they're married what the couple
0: yeah the couple that sings it they're married no, no, it's way. not. Elevation Worship is no. not the ones that came out with the blessing. Oh. It was Kari Job and Cody Carnes. Yes, no way. Yeah, yeah. So they're. Oh. um, I think they gave the story of why they wrote that song, and it was during the pandemic. And they wrote it. I think they oh, were that- singing it to their daughter. <clears throat> like there's, I think it happened like when they were singing it to their daughter, and or reading it, and they were like, "We really need to like make
1: this wow, into a song is- or
0: something." the
1: because yeah i don't her daughter's children and her children her children's children
0: i know and they were like just praying the blessing over her i am pretty sure that i don't i could be wrong but like i listened and i can probably try and find the podcast that they were on and i can probably i'll probably like link it in the description Mm -hmm. along with all these songs but um it was yeah it was a really good podcast and the way that they explained it, it was just like so beautiful I it know. was sorry go ahead oh no I was just gonna say because it was so simple of how they came about it and realizing that they needed it was just like oh we need to write a song about this And what's so it. cool
1: music video is all the countries that it reached just during COVID the music video is just all these other countries singing in all these different languages and oh. they together in like this montage of every people would like Submitted like did video submissions of them sending the song and they did them in different languages and they did them all over the, and it went like Japan da 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 Japan uh why am I only thinking of Japan I don't care. <laughs> other <laughs> then, countries
0: then, like, other, like, country, other country other
1: countries <laughs> Australia and like all the states every from every state and and then like countless countries and it's so cool just seeing that in the music video and seeing how that one song reached the world and.
0: everyone's just hungry for god everyone Mm -hmm. it's crazy oh my gosh what no go ahead i'll i I can wait
1: i was gonna say catholicism is the biggest um domination
0: right yeah denominate denomination
1: and the second biggest domination are like fallen catholics like previous people who used to be catholic and are just there so it's like catholics people who used to be catholics and then the other denominations which is wild father had told us about that but it's also like i'm like oh i like forget that we're that many but it's not just us you know it's just people who love god which is honestly most of the world even though they don't even realize it sometimes yeah I don't realize that what they look for is god's love and i think I like they're always looking for satisfaction but they're never gonna find it until like, they turn to him
0: which goes into what i was gonna say is i saw this thing on um instagram who posted it oh my gosh it might have been blessed is she but it like mm. i always think about this verse of how we need to be if salt loses its saltiness then it won't ha- or then it'll it won't have any flavor or whatever um but they've posted and I always like was like I always kind of get confused by it which I there's like so many meanings, and I like was talking to it about my sister or not about my sister but to my sister and like our small group people we were talking about it because I was like sometimes this first kind of confuses me or like I don't know if I think about it like overthink it but this account shared today how um like salt makes people thirsty and how we need to be salty we need to like be salty so that these people thirst for christ like oh, yes. like um speaking of I should yeah comment. i don't know it was just really like it clicked i was like oh that's what it is like it's so people have a thirst for what we have like what uh, you know for
1: god a craving for god we all have it yeah you to be aware of it yeah it's helpful to be aware of that or else you don't even know why you're so unsatisfied
0: yeah well, and some what? people don't even know, and that's why we're here. We're here to like we're show here people. It's ill, y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is why we're here though. Oh my gosh, yeah, it is. Wow, oh, just holy smoky
1: Joe's! My, <laughs> my nails are so sharp, but they're not long, they're just sharp and scratchy. Mm. That's why I like getting them done because I get them done with dip. The dip powder is not nearly as. Scratchy is my natural nail. Like I keep scratching myself on accident, and I accidentally scratch other people. But I don't think that I would just because they're not long.
0: Yeah.
1: So, uh, side
0: tangent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you have anything else to? No, mention? I think
1: pretty solid.
0: Okay. Well, I'm gonna stop recording then. Bye, guys. Bye. Shalom. <laughs> Shalom. <laughs>